0: Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of Twirl Talk Podcast. I am your host, Liz Cox, and today you all are in for a treat. You all have requested this guest many, many times, and so your wish is our command, and... (laughs) Thankfully, this guest was above and beyond excited to sit down and chat with me to love and serve you all through this conversation. Today we have on the podcast, the one and only, oh so fabulous, Miss Haley Page. (laughs) If you've been around Twirl for any amount of time, you have probably seen Haley's gorgeous dresses or seen her name thrown around. We have loved and adored Haley for years now. She is the head designer of Haley Page, Blush by Haley Page. Haley Page Occasions, which is her bridesmaid collection, and La Petite Haley Page, which are her precious flower girls, all brands under the JLM Couture Design House. But y'all, you go crazy over Haley, you love her designs, and today you kind of get a peek into who she is beyond just an incredible wedding dress designer, but who she is as a person, where she gets inspired, how she got to where she is today, and what highlights she's had in her career and what we can See from her in the future. So y'all today is such a great episode. She even gives you tips on how to pick out your wedding dress and have a level head in this whole process of wedding planning and just so many good things are in store for you in this episode today. And we're just so thrilled that Haley made the time to come and talk with us. So we hope you all enjoy this conversation. I know we did and it's perfect timing because we're going to see sweet Haley in a month at market. So we recorded this episode a couple months back, but it felt just right. To share this episode today when we are a month out from seeing her at Market in April. So, all the fun to come. We hope you enjoy this conversation. Sit back, relax, and enjoy our chat with the one and only, absolutely amazing, Haley Page. All right, ladies, get so excited. One of your most requested guests of the podcast is on the podcast today. We have with us the one and only Miss Haley Page, and we are so excited. Haley, this is is such a treat. Yeah, it's such a treat. It's such a treat. So probably most of our listeners already know who you are, but for those that don't know who you are, tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us about where you're from, pets, hobbies, whatever you want to tell us, and then who you are, what you do, and kind of the story of how you got into this crazy world. Absolutely.
1: Well, it's such a pleasure to be on your podcast. So thank you for having me first off. (laughs) And uh, I am a wedding dress designer mainly, but I also now consider myself kind of a creator in general because our brand has had such an awesome response and we have a great engagement with people. And now we're kind of dipping and dipping and diving into other realms of creativity. Um, mm-hmm. And we have our holy match emoji line so on bad. the app store. Um, we have bridesmaids, we have flower girls. We just most recently launched our holiday pop-up shop, which is um, an opportunity to kind of give some swag and and fun stocking stuffer options for our girls and just like anyone in general really to broaden yeah. our audience. And um, we launched Haley Page back in 2011. And since then, we've had just a, a great momentum within the industry, and um, a, it's just a really beautiful thing to watch it grow and and constantly have this this inspiring engagement from our brides and their best friends and their family and friends and friends and all the people, yeah. all the things, all the feels. But, um, but yeah, and I grew up in California, but I've been in New York now for 15 years, so oh, wow half my life. So I guess I have to say I'm, I'm a New Yorker now, I guess. I think (laughs) you have to. Yeah. (laughs) Which is good. It's a stride of pride, which, which is fun. Um, but all the, everything is based out of New York city, which I think a lot of people don't know. Um, Mm -hmm. because we have a retail store, our only flagship retail store is in LA. Mm -hmm. And then the rest of our stores are all, um, retailers for, for us. So they're like, Bridal boutiques, yeah. Um, like beautiful that. little jewel boxes of dresses, right. and um, and so uh, but we are our design offices and sales and everything. Distribution um is based out of New York City in the garment district, which is yeah. pretty fancy and fabulous. And we have a full fledged sample room, so all Haley Page and
0: blush by Haley Page gowns are made in Manhattan. Yeah, it's so fun. The best is coming for market and seeing everything and, and all its glory, and we're like, man, this
1: is fun. Yes, so awesome. it is. And I, it's like, it does not phase me too, because I mean, it. how do I say that? It does not, I, I'm still phased by it because yeah. it's just amazing to have these moments where you're walking around New York City and you, you kind of feel like the magic in the air and the energy yeah. and a sense of, what am I doing here?
0: How did yeah. I get here? Yeah. <laughs> like, this is my know? life. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. I love it
0: though. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, and it's been fun too. I'm trying to think, gosh, I've been in bridal for about four and a half years now. And it's been so fun because when we started, you were one of the first like new designers we picked up at twirl at the start of when I was there. And it was so fun just to see like the, the hype about you then and how, I mean, it's just exploded.
1: You've just got like
0: such a name for yourself and people just love you. They love you so much. So it's fine. Wow. I, I honestly feel it too because it's,
1: I believe energy is such a universal language. And yeah. when, when you have these incredible stores that support the product and then these beautiful brides coming in that appreciate it and you mm-hmm. have that camaraderie, it yeah. just is all the more influential and encouraging to keep moving the brand forward and keep yes. uh, just that That
0: magic going exactly exactly yeah it's so fun so we love having you in our twirl family. I love being in the twirl family. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Well, let's let's talk about the start of how you all came. You came to be. What was? And we asked people on Instagram. We were like, "What do you want to know about Haley?" And I loved what someone said. And they said, "What was the first dress you ever designed as?" yourself, like as Haley Page, Um, and then with that, what's been the most difficult dress to create and thus far, what is the dress that you're most proud of designing?
1: Okay. So I actually love that question because it really jaunts my memory because I, I really have to go back and think about when I first, like my first day on the job.
0: Mm-hmm. Here.
1: Um, and I totally remember it because I'm still in the same office. It's gone uh-huh. through a lot of cosmetic changes, but um, <laughs> but it's still the same office. And I remember that first day, and it was just me and one pattern maker, and she's actually wow. still with me this day to this day, which is oh, really cool. I love that. Um, and we actually started on the blush collection. Okay. It wasn't Haley Page because when I came on board. We knew that we were going to launch Haley Page eventually, mm-hmm. but I was first assuming the blush collection. Okay. Um, because the way the structure of the business worked, we were only two months out from the October market. So gotcha. basically, my CEO said, "Let's start with blush, and then we'll, when we're ready, we'll launch Haley Page." Yeah. Well, simultaneously, um, a huge disrupt disruptor <laughs> happened in the marketplace because Priscilla Boston ended up. Yes, filing for chapter 11. And it was like such a shock and really sad, but it definitely created a little bit of a ripple in the industry Uh in terms of market share and just uh, putting the business stuff aside. It just really meant that we needed to get in and get our Haley page launched that October, which was nuts because we started it two months, not even, not even eight weeks out um, to launch a full collection and then also do blush. But on my very first day, back to the question, um, the first dress I was ever designing was actually for blush and it was a draped fitted dress oh with gosh. lace appliques and it had like a sash at the waist um, it was very like the placement was very irregular there was still a lot of texture to it uh-huh. and um, she it had an open back very detailed. Um, and what's funny is I feel like if, if I was going to make a dress similar to that right now, it would be really tough to afford it. Like from our perspective of getting it in the right price point for our brides. Yeah. Um, and that's something that I've kind of learned over time being, you know, being in design is you're Mm -hmm. always learning new ways to achieve these beautiful techniques and looks without adding too much cost. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that was the first dress I designed. I think the name of it was Iris. Yeah, and she's she's no longer on the collection, but we actually have a new Iris I remember dress. Remember her? Yeah, and it was yeah. like, oh my gosh, I would love. I can't believe you remember that. That's so fantastic. <laughs> that's um, way back in the famous. day, but yes, that was that was it. And then I remember actually the first dress for Haley that I designed mm-hmm. was the Hattie dress. Yeah, and what's super crazy is it was named after one of my really good friends. Oh, that's sweet. um, who has now become like such a huge uh advocate in in my world just because she ended up setting me up with somebody that it it was just it was a crazy connection yeah. or like a kevin bacon situation of degrees of separation but hilarious the hattie gown and that was I was a full ball gown very classic mm-hmm. Haley Page um I had appliques on the bus lines, spaghetti straps, crisscrossy back. Yeah. Um, a drape bodice with like a layered skirt, a tiered layered skirt. Of course. Yeah. So that was the first one. And then the next question was which one was the hardest to execute? Yeah. What's, what's been the most challenging mm-hmm. dress to create? I think one of the most challenging um, actually happens to overlap my favorite, which right. is the Gilmore gown. Um, and yeah. that we showed as a finale piece last Mm-hmm. two seasons ago yeah, and um we did the embroidery was based off of the movie fantasia mm-hmm. um the disney movie <laughs> yeah, yeah. and i just like was obsessed growing up with the scene i'm still obsessed with the scene of the baby unicorns and the pegasus and they're running yeah. down this hill and then they go into this lake and and there's centaurs and it's just super unique and magical and i happen wow. to have had it on in my office and um, the, the audio was muted for the Fantasia soundtrack and oh, Pink Floyd song was playing. Oh, so it was it. like this weird uh, combination of two unexpected senses yeah. of <laughs> the I unicorns and Pink Floyd. So um, we designed an embroidery that had um, little hidden baby unicorns in it and that little castle. We put actually Aladdin's castle in it and then there's some mermaid and oh. centaurs and like fantasy but we executed it in a way that it blended well and it looked did. like a floral or a it just was like cool. a typical embroidery yeah um and then you had to like kind of look close and find them so I I it took a long time yeah. did you see it yeah, yeah. I it. um but it was so much fun to design because it was all done by hand and we had to really do a lot of the artwork up front and mm-hmm. think about placement and then um fit it into the dress and and that even that dress itself had a lot of layering and um we played with the texture and the colors yeah. and uh, we put a fringe piece on the back, and it just—it was like the dress that had all the works, like all the fixings. Yeah, all the fixings. Yeah, yeah. All <laughs> the fixings. Um, and I loved how it came out. And of course, it's a specialty dress, so we didn't actually yeah. put it on the collection. But you can order it through our LA store. Um, yeah. But that one, I think, was super special, just because it, from start to finish, it was such a process, and mm-hmm. you went through every stage of the design process, from placement to proportion to you know construction and all the things. Because every dress really does go through such a different evolution and yeah. even so tells a different story. But mm-hmm. um, I think it's nice when you really have a vision and then trying to make that vision work and, mm-hmm. in a way that it resonates with people. Because it could have, I mean, it, it could still be in some people's minds a disaster because they're like, what was she thinking <laughs> putting unicorns putting into a dress? <laughs> yeah. But uh, but it was still fun because like stuff like that is just a challenge and it's, it's such a, a beauty of the creative process. And, yeah. You know, I would never not try something like that in the right. future, even though it, it wasn't one of the more popular pieces on the on the collection or for stores. But
0: mm-hmm. yeah, I love that one. Yeah. yeah. So would you say that one has been your favorite so far, or which one are you like most um, proud of?
1: You know, I, I that was one of my favorite dresses of all time for sure. And then I think for the proud factor, um, there's a couple dresses. So the Gwinden um it's still like one of our iconic pieces and i feel like one. when that one came down the runway and it was made from a custom done tone on tone mm-hmm. striped organza and it was very fresh very new nobody nobody had it yet and it felt like a for me like a really fun fabulous fashion moment yeah that ended up becoming such a staple for our collection It's like organza, we now incorporate almost every other season. Yeah, it's great. great. Yeah, and it's kind of funny too because I kind of see it, and I think people might be able to relate to this in a way of when you are trying, experimenting with something new and you don't know if it's going to work, and then when it does work, it kind of opens the gate to so many other things and it gives you like a form of confidence in taking risks and understanding that there there's this beautiful response to it so mm-hmm. like even when a chef is cooking something and they're they're trying a different ingredient or something and it's just it goes over really well and then yeah. they're like well I should try this other thing now you know so it it kind of gives you that validation and, and momentum to keep moving wow. forward and for me as a designer I always kind of struggled with the idea of pursuing something creative um mm-hmm. and I think a lot of people go through that and I don't know why a lot like we don't talk about it more but It's like didn't happen overnight for me by any means, and I definitely doubted the process. I had confidence issues, but for some reason, I kept loving it and pushing forward, even though I had these doubts. And I feel like it's okay to have doubts in any situation.
0: For sure. But
1: ultimately, you know, if you're passionate and you're passionate and you're hardworking and pushing forward, it it can really be such a blessing when it works out. Um. And then so the other dress was the Dory because oh (laughs) dory yes dory glory um (laughs) she went down the runway as a crop top yes she did yes i had every intention (laughs) of that just being a finale statement piece and then stores loved her yeah and so i remember it was like our runway show was on a friday we showed her on friday and then the next day was bridal market mm-hmm. and so we had our team come in and so so additional um, embroidery to connect the this, this, yeah connect the yeah. the crop top to the actual ball gown That'll and happen. then we offered it and it's now become one of just yeah just a very fa- a, a special favorite
0: a we, vip we've, <laughs> we've sold her many a time
1: she, she's a
0: special her. bride she yeah, yeah. you got to love the glam yeah, ab- absolutely. Yeah. So absolutely. I love
1: her. So I'm proud of both of those a lot. But and there's – and it's it's really, truly special when that happens. Even this past season, the Rad Gown, which was our um, our finale this season. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was surprisingly a very popular dress. Yeah. And so now we're squeezing her right into the collection, which
0: is super yeah. exciting. It was so fun. It came out and we were like, oh, hello. Hearts we of letter. You. Yeah. <laughs> it was so fun. I mean – Kentucky girls probably would have been like, I mean, I love it, but no. But, so we were like, I mean, we can't, but we loved it. I was like, I'll mm-hmm. wear this.
1: <laughs> I'll so just cute. wear it during my appointments, you know. Yeah, it's casual. <laughs> yeah,
0: no big deal. No big <laughs> deal. I love that. Well, you just touched a lot on the design process. And I feel like that is something, especially us, like as the retail stores, but also the brides, we're, unless you're somewhat in the design world, it's like a whole – a whole world we do not understand. So kind of take us into at least your design process. Like where do you get your inspiration? Do you have kind of a favorite part in the design process? Are you already working on things? How far out do you start on stuff? And then like how long start to finish does it usually always take you? So In
1: a formulaic sort of way, we have two major markets a year, one in April and one in October. So it's a six-month cycle, basically, for design. And the goal is to get ahead of the six-month cycle (laughs) because we can offer our production quicker and our stock quicker that way. Um, But I feel like one of the beauties of our industry and the quick turnaround to the next season is that you come up with ideas very last minute, or something yes. like in, inspiration strikes, and we have the the luxury of being able to produce something within a few days right. if we need it on the on the runway or on the collection. So sometimes those eleventh hour dresses are are the best ones, mm-hmm. and I, I'm never we're probably never going to be able to stop having that uh, that type of lightning in a bottle effect. And I think I love it is, though. You, yeah, you don't want to try. You don't want to impede that, but. Um, the process for me is not formulaic because mm-hmm. again, every dress is very different. Um, and sometimes you have this idea of a dress and from start to finish, whether, you know, you start at the, ske- I start at the sketch stage, mm-hmm. you go to fabrics, you go to embroideries, you kind of pinpoint elements of a dress that you want to focus on. Mm-hmm. Um, and from start to finish, it can be very seamless a lot of times. And it can yeah. be just like what I'm envisioning ends up being what the dress looks like. And we really <laughs> love it. But that's not the norm because yeah, you visualize things in your head. And then when you start to actually see them come to life, they take on a personality and a form and a vibe. And yeah. a lot of times you kind of have to mold yourself to the vibe of the dress in a way. Mm, yeah. Um and be open-minded during throughout the entire design process. I think that's one thing that helps me is being adjustable and having last minute uh that flexibility to make last mm-hmm. minute changes even if that wasn't originally what I was thinking. Yeah. Um kind of as part of the process, but for me sketching is probably the most important part um mm-hmm. because I like to think about derivatives. So if I think of a dress, I'll sketch it out and then I'll think of four other ways to do that dress, whether it's making it strapless, adding a full length sleeve, um, playing with the layering, just Mm -hmm. working on proportion. And so I really like to make it very mechanical when you're thinking about um, all the different variables and things that could happen to each individual dress and then selecting the best one that we like. Mm Um, and then when it comes to um, fabrics and textiles, um, I think it's super important to to bake from scratch and develop textiles. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of designers don't do that. They, they want something that's already kind of industry approved right. and is already out there and you know it's gone through all the tests and mm-hmm. you can get the right width you want and everything. But I feel because we have a diluted industry Mm -hmm. and uh, there is a lot of overlap, one way that you can kind of assure that you're being authentic from start to finish in the design Mm -hmm. process is um, to really focus on something that's unique and from Mm -hmm. your own brain. So um, we've done this with every single novelty we have. The only Mm -hmm. time we ever select something is maybe um, a generic Organza or yeah. a tool that we yeah. know drapes well and layers well, mm-hmm. um, stuff like that. But yeah. laces and textiles, it's got to be, it's got to be, yeah, baked, baked from grandma's kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's a big part of the process, and we have to start early on that because that process is it takes forever because everything's hand drawn, and then you convert to CAD, and there's repeats made, and you have to work on scale, and um, you, we like over the years um we've just really worked hard to try to streamline it but um a lot of times it doesn't come out the way you want you have to start from <laughs> scratch um so that's that's a big part of our process is the textile yeah. part um and then we also work on a lot of embroideries and mm-hmm. that's pretty much done the same way um we don't we don't go and select embroideries that are already made mm-hmm. um we might use some for reference but everything we do is going to be something that's um, unique and feels kind of on brand for us or that mm-hmm. we know girls are loving or responding to um, whether it's the color or this particular stone or just right. the shades or whatever yeah. so we do all of that development and that creates a whole nother round of swatching um, where we'll do the artwork send it out bring it back and when we get a swatch that we like um, again it's nice to kind of be open minded on how it works because a lot of times if the gown was long sleeve and this watch comes back and it's a bit chunkier, but we still mm-hmm. love it, we want to modify the dress so that it lends itself to that chunkier look. Um, yeah. And if you do chunkier look on the sleeves, it's going to be too chunky. So, uh, so stuff like that is, is really important. But it, it's so funny when you really break down the whole development process, how much is involved within each dress. Yeah. Um, and even like a dress that has no embroidery or no novelty, for example, our London gown. Um oh, she even took a, an enormous amount of time because I'm sure that was the first time we introduced the mana ray skirt mm-hmm. and now it's like completely <laughs> rampant everywhere, yes. which is great because it's nice that nice to like make an influence and have an impact and, and present yeah. something that people are really understanding and loving. Yeah. Um, but the that particular pattern and the way we created that skirt. Um, was really truly incredible, and it was it was actually during our first season, but it took a couple seasons to perfect. Okay. Um, and so I think we showed it maybe season two or three for Haley Page. Uh, I can't remember what season London was, but we actually originally draped it on a baby mannequin, really? which is really funny. Yeah, because yeah, when you're dealing funny. with that much fabric and volume, yeah. it's almost better to scale down first that and then sense. see that it's working and then figure out the mechanics of the wow. seaming and the weight and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's very it's interesting. Wild. And then um, most recently we explored bandage, which yes. um, was, it literally took three years. Yeah. And um, I still yeah. feel like we could have kept working on it. Like, mm-hmm. um, but I love how it came out because there really isn't a lot of knit options and, no. Um, I think a lot of girls love the idea of something that really sucks them in without Mm -hmm. having to, you know, really have that strong, thick boning and construction. Um, so the Bowie and the Glazer gown, um, Mm -hmm. are both constructed from that. And we also threw on this really beautiful Lorex uh, and, um, embossment and, or embossing. And it really took it from like a contemporary fabric into Mm -hmm. something that, that was more luxurious. Yeah. It's cool. It's really cool. Yeah. And um, just to continue the process, you know, once we start having dresses that are coming together and looking great, mm-hmm. we do a series of previews um, with our team and everybody kind of gives feedback. And And I think it's really important to have that collaborative design environment um, to think about sales, to think about mm-hmm. a variety of, of shapes. and And I think one of the best things about our industry right now is that you don't, have to have every dress be everything to everyone.
0: Yeah. So it is nice totally. to
1: really think of a specialty girl
0: mm-hmm. when you're
1: designing a dress. Like I'm no longer afraid to have a dress that's so specific. Like I think that's yeah. okay. Yeah. Um cuz those girls are out there and yeah. um and now it's even it's it's even more inclusive. Um we just came out with our size inclusive collection. Um yes. that's really like curated oh, to, to we the woman's body. Excited. Yeah. Yeah. So that's good too. And it's it's like thinking about just the versatility of design and fit and proportion Mm -hmm. and really just the exploration of it, um, is a challenge and, but a very exciting challenge because you you just realize how beautiful and different every single girl is. Mm -hmm. Um, and what dresses can really
0: lend themselves to that kind of, um, beauty and all that. So. Absolutely. Yeah. That's awesome. I love that. I do. I mean, hearing you say all that, I'm like, There's just so much. There's so much behind the scenes that people don't don't even fathom. Yeah.
1: And then we also like, by the time we have almost the collection, you know, ready to go and we're hitting the runways and all that, Mm -hmm. um, you still have another round of basic editing because you get the store's feedback and you get feedback from Instagram. And it's just such an interesting dynamic now because a lot of times the dress that doesn't get picked up by stores mm-hmm. has the biggest response on Instagram. Not
0: funny. And
1: so then you wonder, oh shoot, should we have pushed to keep this dress on the collection? Right. Or do do they like it just for the wow factor? And then yeah. when it comes to actually trying the dress, they'd buy something else. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's just it, it really is such a process and there's a lot of um just hustle in the heart that goes into each each design season. Mm. Um and and it's just fun because every every new season is an opportunity to think of the newness and um, continue sharing the grander story yeah. of the brand. And um, I, I love I think the the best thing about the Haley Page brand is the Haley Page bride. To be honest, yeah. because she is what embodies that spirit and mm-hmm. keeps feeding into that that beauty and magic of it. And knowing what certain dresses are doing well and which ones really resonate and how they're styling it helps you kind of build and um, build on and reinvent certain styles and looks.
0: So she, she makes it pretty easy on us. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And she's a, (laughs) she's a fun bride. I feel like every, (laughs) at least for us, every bride that's a Haley bride, we're like, Oh, you're fun. Can we come
1: I could not agree more. And I am like totally biased, but (laughs) just a little I legitimately and I get this question all the time like oh what horror stories have you had or have you have any divas but like I literally never had a bride that I was that I even for once thought oh I don't know she's Dad. had a bad attitude like never not one awesome. and it's crazy I feel so like guilty because you hear some of these stories and just situations where it, it's like tough or something you know because yeah. every girl is different and you yeah. don't know what she's struggling with or dealing with it could be like mm. a mother of you know of the groom that doesn't want her to wear certain whatever and there's a lot right. that can be happening but um the other day somebody told me to kind of describe like who the Haley page bride is and yeah. i was like you know i hate categorizing really but mm-hmm. you know i see her has such a go-getter she's yep thrower of confetti. I feel like she's most likely to cause a cake fight at her own wedding oh, and wow. doesn't limit her happy hours to an hour. <laughs> Amen. Yes. So, good sense of humor, <laughs> strong sense of self, all those things. Cause that's really who I see every, every time I come into mm-hmm. these shows and appointments,
0: it's really just magnetic. Yeah. Feel. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Well, tell us, tell us what's been a highlight, like one of the best highlights of your career thus far and who would you love to design a gown for that you haven't already designed for yet?
1: I feel like one of the highlights for in the most recent few years, mm-hmm. one was going overseas to UK and Ireland oh, because so fun. it was such a culture um, blessing in a way that Uh I couldn't believe I was overseas at a trunk show, at an event, at, you know, a bride's UK thing or in Ireland. And just, there was, there was the bride there too, you know, and like, she's different too than every bride is different, but Mm -hmm. it's just like, there was such an energy and, um, uh, just a heart pounding, um, momentum over there. And Mm -hmm. you realize, there's so much opportunity but also so much of that friendship and kinship that Mm. goes way beyond you know what I'm accustomed to growing up in the United States so I loved that I love having that international flavor and just um feeling Mm. really proud of the fact that we even have the the opportunity to dazzle over there too so I that was like a huge moment and then um I would also say just this past market or two markets ago, we launched Haley Page Flower Girls. Oh, they're and the cutest. They're literally, oh my gosh. They're so we had them so on the runway and they, there was this moment I was backstage and they were like twirling in the dresses. And I oh. actually, when we launched the collection, I wanted to do something kind of unique and fun. So I created a little coloring book um, and sketched out each dress and did this. Thing. and they were like coloring in the coloring books and twirling so and cute. i was just like this is so crazy to me because i feel like that investment in and in just the dress and fashion yeah. when you're young yeah. um and that bit of creativity sets in at a young age and to, mm-hmm. to be there where i was at that moment and i was presenting new collections and having the flower girls there it was becoming very full circle
0: oh, Um great.
1: And so it was, it, yeah. It was just playful and and a great moment because it also is an opportunity for an extension brand, yeah. which helps grow the business as well. But exactly, um, I, I particularly love that moment as well. Yeah, yeah,
0: they're precious. I love that. I love. Mm, they are. They when you came out with them, we were like, okay, this is just yeah. so <laughs> cute. Oh, so precious. Yeah. So precious.
1: What's better than muffins? Mini muffins. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's
0: exactly. So cute. <laughs> so true. So true. But yeah, so who would you who's your like dream person to design for? Um <laughs> oh my gosh. I like, like where does uh, the list stop?
1: <laughs> I know. It's funny because I feel when you get the opportunity to address a celebrity, mm-hmm. um, like especially doing the bachelor and bachelorette. I love it. Uh, I've been involved with thing. that. It's so cool because there really is such an amazing response to those yeah. shows. And it's so exciting and it's all built around love and fantasy and mm-hmm. romance and all that kind of stuff. So I, I thoroughly enjoy that. And I, I do hope to be able to continue being yeah. a, a contributor or a part of that. Um, but I also, I don't know. It's like, I, I love the idea of maybe having an opportunity to do a Royal someday. Um, you know, take things in and process it, it's going to be unique and different. Um, some girls, it's going to be the very first dress they try on and then Mm -hmm. others, it's going to be a few or they're going to need, um, to bring, you know, their special entourage of people or whatever. But I just feel like it's nice to just not already be married to an idea of how the process should go. Mm -hmm. And that kind of, I think releases the a bit of that pressure that you that every girl would feel being being the bride um and you know once you're in that appointment in a dress drinking champagne in front of a mirror with a fabulous consultant like you're really just not gonna know what you're gonna want even if you have it in your mind sometimes in your mind it works out and then other times like it's totally different so it's being open-minded and knowing that it's it's to really embrace your process and your time and you know, is, is important. Totally.
0: I love that. Yeah. That's, that's perfect. We we just released an episode. Well, at this point, it'll be many weeks ago when yours comes out, but saying the same thing. We we're like, that's the key. Come in with an open mind, have ideas, like have a little bit of a vision, but like, don't be locked in on something because right majority of the time you're not going to get what you think you're going to get. And it's, a yeah, fun and it's
1: it really, we're in such a visual world now with Instagram yeah. and social media. And we're just, we're constantly pounded with images now. Mm-hmm. And it's such a wonderful thing because we're like, we're living in a picture book. But <laughs> you just, what you're seeing and what's reality can sometimes mm-hmm. be very different, um, especially when images can be filtered and altered and proportion yeah. can be changed so easily. And yeah. so we have it in our minds that this is the way we're going to look maybe. And then when we're finally in the dress, it looks a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of nice to, you know, get in enraptured and and excited by the fantasy, but to then also have this balance of, of being reasonable with yourself and the patient yeah. and looking for what, you know, really, really resonates with you.
0: Exactly. Yeah. I love that. That's so good. That's so good. Well, what can we, cause now that's probably what you're working on right now is what's something we can be looking forward to from you, this upcoming market in April?
1: Okay, so one of my goals is to really be a heavy hitter with fitted styles Ooh, okay. because um, I I am such a ballgown girl and yeah. I feel like that is always my um, – that's always what I'm the most romanticized by. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so every season I really – I really invested in a lot of ball gowns and a lines, and just the big dress, which I'm never going to stop doing. Good. But I feel like it's important to really balance and have um, another uh, balancing assortment and have a, a really good display of fitted styles. Um, and now that we're working on our size inclusive collection, mm-hmm. um, thinking about proportion for that and ways to really enhance the shape. And. Cinch in various areas and mm-hmm. just give you that bodacious shape um, is going to be a lot of fun. So, you're going to see a lot yeah. more fitted styles, I think, this
0: season. Oh, yay. I'm excited. I can't yeah. wait. Me yeah. too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we ask this of everyone we interview. Our mantra here at Twirl is She twirled through life with a heart full of joy. What for you is the foundation of your joy? Oh, sense of humor.
1: <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah. For sure. Humor all the way. I think um, I don't take myself myself too seriously. And it's it's so good to have perspective, um, especially yeah. when something doesn't go your way or you feel, mm-hmm. you know, something happens to you and, and it's just like, how did this happen? Mm-hmm. Um, and to to realize that when there is such a, a fabulous thing, it's having a sense of humor and being mm-hmm. able to just delight in, in the laughter and, and move forward and be non-reactive to things that you can't control. Yeah. Um, that's, that's probably what my, my twirl is with a giggle. <laughs> the like twirl it. and a giggle. <laughs> you know,
0: you're doing life right. If you can twirl and giggle.
1: Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like you can't even say giggle without giggling. <laughs> you can't, you really can't.
0: I love that. Oh, oh so good. That's, that's so, so good. Well, friend, tell us where, well, we know where to find you, but tell our listeners where they can follow along with you if they aren't already. Where, where can we keep up with the, the wildlife of Miss Haley Page? Oh, um, well, I guess Instagram probably is the best. It's the best.
1: Yeah. At, at Miss Haley Page. um, That's, that's my favorite platform for sure. And then we are kind of in the process of hopefully revamping our youtube page for content oh, cool. so that will be launching um very very soon Yay. and um we also have a great website harry yeah. and our new pop-up page which offers fabulous swag mm-hmm. all the things sign sketches and fun little knickknacks yeah, um, I think like our tagline on it is gazmo- gadgets and gizmos plenty.
0: <laughs> Why am I not surprised at all? On
1: that? <laughs> if, if you're a mermaid fan and you catch my drift, yep,
0: quite, yep, quite an amazing title. <laughs> oh, that's incredible! I love it. <laughs> I love it. Well, friend, thank you seriously so much for taking time to hang out and talk. I know our girls are going to love this and I'll see you in a couple months at market. I
1: can't wait. I mean, I can wait because I know we have to, you got like, to move back here, uh, Yeah. <laughs> but but I'm, I'm excited and look forward to seeing you always. Good, good,
0: good, good. Well, have a fantastic rest of your day, friends. Wasn't that so much fun? And she is just she's that fun all the time. I swear. <laughs> if you want to follow along with Haley again, you can follow her on her Instagram where all the fun and the fabulous happen at miss Haley page. And y'all, if you loved what you heard, Please, please, please leave a five-star rating and a kind review over on Twirl Talk Podcast on iTunes and Spotify and wherever you would like to. (laughs) Um, And if you want to follow along with us, we are at TwirlX and at Twirl Talk Podcast over on Instagram. And be sure to tune in to our Instagram in about a month when we go visit Haley and see all the gorgeous stuff she's got in store for you guys coming up in the fall. We will be sneak peeking tons of things. So it'll be really fun to watch guys. We love you. We've got one more episode left of season one. So get excited for next week. And until then, have a great rest of your day. We love you. Bye.